karaoke. Yeah, we'll make fun of you. Right? You know, whatever. So this guy comes in, and he's a homeless guy. And at first, they weren't going to let him in. But then, like, I guess he, like, kind of auditioned a little bit beforehand. Mm-hmm. And they realized, like, holy shit, this guy's really good. And he did I'm a Creep. But, like, a very soulful, like, a very, like, slow down, like... Nice. Heartfelt, like, Version sad. of it. He's like, I am going to be very meaningful. You listen to it and you're just like, oh, my God, he's so... <laughs> like, William, can you get up on your mic so I can actually make sure that you're not, like... No. I don't like, want to. I don't want to. I feel like I'm William's sure already gonna... done with the podcast. We haven't even started. He's like, no. No. Mics mm. are stupid. I'm hungry. <laughs> I want dumplings. I want to actually... Hold on. I'm going to take a picture of this because this is... I do want food. Well, I put my head back. I had... Got to get in character. I, have eaten, <laughs> I haven't eaten since... Well, whose fault one? was that? Well... I had some Moe's chips before... Moe's chips? Moe's, the Moe's? restaurant. Okay. Is that like most deaf? No. No. Ow, my eye. I didn't mean to. That ow. <laughs> why did it do that? My eye. <laughs> because it's dark in here. That's why I did that. Darkness. Should we look at you for this picture? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, you can. I'm, I'm going to look at how he's bending his torso, but like, I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It's like the alien is protruding from his chest. <laughs> he takes a picture and you're like this. <laughs> <laughs> why you got to be so mean? I wasn't mean. I just said it was like the alien was protruding from your chest. William, we may want to retake this picture. <laughs> I assume I look derpy. <laughs> William, we might want to retake this picture. Josh, you look fantastic. Am I, I always am look, I blinking? Look at that. I mean, you look. That's because yeah. no. Remember, Josh takes good pictures. No, but I'm doing it. For yeah, because I was talking. Yeah. All right. You're being a derp. Well, not we'll being pose. a derp. It's talking. not as derp as that one picture. Well, that it's hard to be as derp as that. Picture. That's the derpiest of the derps. The derpiest of the derps. All right. Look at the picture. Am I? I have to. One, two. Manana. 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 Whose back does that? Or is no, that was that? my neck. Or, I meant neck. That's part of your back. <laughs> sure. Well, okay. I mean, in the... You know, we are the somewhat neck, professional. The neck bones attached to the... <laughs> the pain. <laughs> the pain bone? The pain bone. Sounds like something The Rock would say. Yeah, I guess. Do you guys so, remember Major Pain? No. Uh, what do you? Major Pain was a comedy with one of the Wayne brothers, I think. Okay, the oldest Wayne brother, Marlon. Um, Maybe. Anyway, and it was like he's a drill sergeant, and he has like these kids that he's like whipping the shape. Nope, I got nothing. And I one of the nothing. things is it a fat camp thing? N- uh, no, it's just like a like I'm gonna teach you boys some manners. Teach you how to leave. Pretty much, he gets people who are kids who are like inner city ruffians who don't <laughs> obey anyone's rule and then he like takes them to this camp and like teaches them how to be like soldiers but it's like a comedy okay the whole gotcha. thing's funny i um, have to admit i'm really liking this setup for you josh i'm i'm loving it it's pretty perfect it actually works out really well william i'm still not sure about i mean that's because you hate me i don't I hate don't, you hate's a strong word i just disdain you <laughs> i dane you oh do you now damon wayne what? Oh, oh, da- okay. oh he's the older one I, I thought he was the older one. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he was also Blank Man. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You don't remember Blank Man either? I kind of no. remember that. I got a feeling these are just right before you were I just didn't enough. care about the Waynes Brothers. No, I don't I didn't either. But back, this is like back in 95, 94. See, here's the problem. We were in Eastern Europe. Mm. Uh, so you missed this whole era in America cinema. cinema. This, uh, this fantastic yeah. era of... Okay, never mind. These are all crap movies. But... 90, 95, 96, we were in Eastern Europe. So Blank Man was a superhero spoof type movie. Okay. Where he plays a kid who loves superheroes like his whole life, and he wants to become one, but he's not exactly super at all. He's a nerd. But he, yeah. Think of Kick-Ass without it being violent and it being more funny. That yeah. makes sense. A I comedy guess. version of Kick-Ass. I don't know why yeah. I kind of know about it, but yeah. How was work today, Josh? Uh, not bad. I was a little bit tired uh, for reasons that we will talk about in this podcast. Uh, this hundred and third episode. Are you not even going to try to work it in? No. Just gonna, okay. This is all. This is serious business. This is a review podcast. This is true. It's, it's a little bit different here. So you don't like how I said the hundred and third episode? Oh no, I'm fine with it. I was just saying it was different. Special? No, just different. Maybe I guess if you direct. Want. Sure. To the point. Yeah. No, imagining somebody being stabbed, but sure. With 103 pointy swords. Yes. 
How many floors is the tallest building? Uh, many. Many. I'm looking it up right now. It's the one in Dubai. Yeah. Yeah, the Khalifa, uh, the Burj of Khalifa. <laughs> I was gonna say the Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, the, the Wiz Khalifa. It's that building. It's the one that Wiz Khalifa built. I mean, that is the. He, he, it is relatively high. The house that Khalifa. Oh, yeah, I feel like a lot of these tallest buildings. I see what you did there. A lot of these buildings, though, what they I'm do is pun. the tallest. Like, even though they're they, super they tall, they have a spire. A lot of the. Well, wasn't that like the Sears spire. building got it got a spire or something, or the Empire State Building got a spire? With the, the 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 zeppelin mooring point actually oh, made it yeah. like forty feet taller. Yeah, that's right. So I like, there uh-huh. was a zeppelin mooring point. It was, yeah. That was the whole. That was actually the point of it. And yes. then, well, zeppelins, one hundred and fifty four floors. There you go. So we were. Close. Can you imagine there. needing to ride an elevator all the way to the top? I get freaked out when I just ride the elevator up to like fortieth floor, like where I'm just like, mm. how fast it goes. It just, like we can't already be on the 40th floor that was super fast how fast was this elevator going on? like i want to see yes. the elevator rising in like a model of the building like how fast it's going because some of the elevators i've been you you feel like you get a little bit heavier and you're just like mm. yeah that's, that's g-force <laughs> yeah. right there son yeah no like, the fact that you can feel the g-force it makes me like mm, this is weird <laughs> i feel heavy <laughs> this is not cool he's not heavy he's my brother i don't know that reference it's Beatles. Oh, I was thinking like a movie. I mean, the Beatles did do movies. True. Very, Yellow very strange movie. Very, up very movie. strange movie. God, those are. They weird. actually weren't the voices in the movie, obviously. Right. But they did do the cameo at the end. Yes. Now all I can think Even about the is live the live action ones were weird. Yes. What? The monkeys. The monkeys. Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, with the monkeys. We don't People monkey, say we monkey around. around. I thought we don't monkey. Okay, whatever. Mm. Mm. Monkeys. I have the record of that. Do I the monkey the with me. I'm good, thanks. I thought it was do the... Never mind. Johnny Bravo? Sure. Do the monkey with me. We should probably actually talk about what's going on. I uh, was enjoying William doing. doing the monkey. Yeah, but this, is a visu- this isn't a visual medium. This is it's, a... It's true. Audio, so I don't think they can see him. Wait, dancing. that's how this works? Yes. That's Fuck, how... I've been doing it wrong this entire time. He's actually I've been been wondering why he's you've been, been uploading it to YouTube. <laughs> I've been wondering why you're doing your makeup before every single podcast. Right. I have to look. Actually, pretty. <laughs> you say that, but I'm sure there are podcasts in which they like do makeup. I don't like follow. really big, high, like high end podcasts. Are you saying podcasts? Or are you saying like video? No, podcasts? I'm actually talking like real podcasts, but they probably still do makeup. Eh, I disagree. That's because you don't know. I don't know. So the reason that Josh was tired. Mm-hmm. Was... Are you tired too? You had to go to work in the morning. I was fine. Yeah. Your work in the morning though was like, what time Remember, did you wake up? Remember, he was waking up when you were at work. You woke up at 8.30. Not true, actually. Quarter after 8. You woke up at quarter Fair after enough. 8. And what time did you get home last night? The 1. I thought it was a little bit later than 1 when we got home. Might have been one thirty. Yeah. That sounds closer to one thirty. I think, is when I got home. So, probably went to bed around 2. More about 3. Yeah, three you were up for a while. Jeez. I just I couldn't fall asleep. You can't fall asleep? So you got five and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. That's that's almost a full night's sleep. How almost. much did you get? Um, I got up at around 7, and I went to bed around 2. So, about the same. So, about the same, yeah. So, the reason that Josh is tired. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Is that the three of us went and saw Captain America Civil War Part 1. No, this is just Captain America Civil War. Oh, I Civil thought this War. was... Oh. You're thinking of Infinity War. It's going to be Part 1 right. or Part 2. Civil War is just straight one I thought done. that they were doing a two-parter for that for as well. No. Okay. The only thing that's a two-parter so far is Infinity War. And they've even said on that one that it's not going to be called Infinity War Part 1 and Infinity War Part 2. They're just like, story-wise, it's going to be... They're shooting them both at the same time. Ah. Okay. So, Civil War. Yes. We went and saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This entire podcast is going to be us nerding out about Civil War. Yes. So, if you haven't seen it yet... Well, before we do spoilers, do we want to give like a... a... I was going to get there. Okay. I thought you were saying turn off the podcast now. No. <laughs> Don't turn off the podcast now. Listen to Turn our... the podcast up. The, the the way that we have decided that we want to do this uh-huh. is a very simple metric. Okay. Would you see the movie again yes. in theaters? 
in theaters. That's a key. Because yes. I feel like a lot of movies, if it's on, yeah, I'll watch it again. Sure. Exactly. So, in theaters, would you see it again? William says yes. I would say yes. Josh. Plan on seeing it again on Sunday. I would see, also not see only it again. Is he, not only would he, he is going to. I'm not going to see it in 3D IMAX again, but I'm going to go see it. We didn't it. see it in 3D IMAX this time. No, and I'm actually IMAX. very happy that we did not see it in 3D IMAX. I wouldn't mind it, but you... 3D uh, wouldn't have added anything for me. Yeah, to that I can understand that. Like, I, it would have probably taken away from it if I'd seen it in 3D, to same. be perfectly honest. I don't like 3D. I I don't I'm not one of those people who thinks 3D is bad, but I don't think 3D adds much. Like I, I'm pretty neutral on 3D. It, it, it doesn't add enough to justify the price tag and the, like the places that it adds. Uh-huh. I think in other places it takes away, such that it really it either makes the movie not change at all in terms of quality, or it actually Fair enough. is bad yeah. worse. The only thing I think it takes away is the brightness of a movie. Usually with 3D, you have oh, that's a, good point. a dimming quality because of the glasses mm-hmm. um, and the way that the shutters work. So it makes the movie not as bright. And if the movie is already dark to Listen begin with, to the you're film buff. Well, I, I mean, he I did a right. lot of research about IMAX and 3D before figuring out what theater was going to be my theater that I saw like these type of movies at. It's important, all right? There's only one true IMAX screen in Pittsburgh and that's the one we saw it at this is a good point it was good unless you count good. Omnimax which I don't I do not that would be really weird to see that in Omnimax I, I don't I wouldn't second Matrix movie in Omnimax that, that would was be terrible really bizarre there's a scene where Neo is getting punched by Agent Smith or the, maybe is it, the other is way it the around big fight it's a big fight where he's fighting mm-hmm. the it's not it's a single Agent Smith. It's not in the first oh, okay, movie. Gotcha. The f- second movie. Sure. And you see this close-up of the fist coming from one side of the screen to the other side oh, of the screen God. to punch him in the face, and it's all slow. And, like, the face, like, does the whole, like, you know, caves yeah. in a little bit. And Sure. Seeing that in Omnimax, you're pretty much laying down, looking up at the screen. It's <laughs> rounded. And God. you're just, like, looking all the way to your left and then watching this giant fist go across. <laughs> and the whole time you're just like... This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I well, watching this? I could this? imagine the... Because... The second movie mm-hmm. ha- so was kind of pioneering a lot of CGI yes. at yes, the time. That was mm-hmm. a big it was thing. A huge, the first one too, but like, yes, but definitely the second, especially for that fight scene. Well, the yeah. Agent Smith fight. Yeah, and I feel yeah, like that would be CGI, really kind of nausea-inducing. It was less of that. It was just more like this is bombastic, and yeah. there's no like in IMAX you can sit farther back, and like the screen's not. There's as... no farther back in Omnimax. No, in Omnimax, every single seat you're just like enveloped by the screen. Yeah, so it's like sitting in the front row. So yeah, just like looking up the whole time, and like your head's moving all around. And you're just like that all would right, be this way is, like, too a much workout. work. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be okay with that. So now, yes, we're actually going to talk about what we thought of the movie, spoilers with the movie, things of that nature. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend pausing here, go to the theater. Buy tickets first. But you could buy tickets there. It depends. If it's a weekday, you probably don't have to buy tickets first. That's a good point. First. Yeah. You're fine. See the movie. Mm-hmm. Come back. And then on the ride home, listen to this. There you Actually, go. Yeah, that would That's work. That's always fun. You can download it on you, iTunes. It's true. And don't, from the website. It's true. You don't do listen it to it while you're watching the movie. That would, that would be, be really interesting. We should start doing commentaries. Just riff tracks. We just turn on a movie and start talking about the movie. So you won't yell at William for talking during a movie? Not if I've already seen Mm. the movie and we're not in a theater. Okay. I haven't made fun of William for talking in a theater in a while. It's because I haven't fucking talked during a movie (laughs) since the the first time. I know. I know. (laughs) Poor William. (laughs) I can flip this table now, actually. <laughs> Table flap. Don't do it, please. It's expensive. Anyway. Anyway, spoilers start Josh. now. Spoilers start now. I thought that there was a lot of really good stuff in this movie, and overall, obviously, really, really strong showing. There was a lot of potential for having too many characters in it. Mm-hmm. As they added more in, this is a larger cast even than the Avengers. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous how large this cast is. And we were is. impressed that they managed to handle the Avengers cast for the yes, first time around. exactly. So, and it even got a little bit unwieldy uh, wieldy in uh, Ultron. Yes. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like that cast was it's a bigger cast than the first Avengers. I'm like, you can kind of tell this is really getting hard to They're bouncing around. Control I, and the, I think the they plot. actually kind of acknowledged that by mm-hmm. having Thor just go, whoop. Peace. Thor and uh, uh, and Banner, but yeah, that was Hulk. at the end. 
No, no, I'm saying this one. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah, for this one. Yeah, yeah they're like, like, okay, okay get we'll rid of those guys. <laughs> we <laughs> we'll have enough characters. Away. Um, so I, I feel like a cool first way of doing this is Team Cap, Team Iron Man. Who are you? I'm Team Cap. Team Cap? Mm-hmm. I, yes. I'm also Team Cap. That was far less interesting. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, I, I can justify, I can, I can argue I can team, totally argue Team, team Tony. Iron Man. Titan, and, team Iron even Man, Even if you go from before the the especially the if you go before the reveal at the end of the movie yeah. if you just go off of where the story's going before the end i feel like team iron man's pretty compelling I, I think that they kind of gave tony a really hard they didn't let him argue his position very well but i feel like every single event in the movie argued his position more I would so agree with that. than team yes Cap. i would agree with that the thing that threw me off Mm -hmm. is the way that they went about actually the civil war quote-unquote plot yeah because in the actual comic series the the civil war plot hinges around uh people revealing their secret identities which does not work in this universe at all because no no one has secret identities in this universe i mean there's a few people but and then it didn't really happen not really right so i mean uh, functionally people only have uh, secret identities from the public versus like well no i'm saying like even that like there's pretty much not a single character in the marvel cinematic universe that doesn't have their identity already known. that's a good point and and you make a good point with the cinematic universe because there's so there's such a smaller pool of people yeah to talk about like the only one was spider-man who and he got re- or he is introduced in this movie right and but his identity wasn't revealed exactly. as it was in the comic book the, he reveals himself in the comic book right that's yeah, he that's exposes what I mean. himself as Peter Parker but because he was coming out as Team uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man. Yeah. so he's like I will do this big it, thing it, it, and be it was the first superhero they definitely to do this. changed that because oh, yeah. in uh, you know in the comic. Spider-Man had been around for a while. He he was an adult at that mm. point, and, and he had been an Avenger. And he had been an Avenger. Yeah. It's true. And so he was he was doing that. But in this one, he had only been Spider-Man for six, six months, months, and he, and he was, was still a kid. Was still pretty much in that early stage where he has a crappy costume. Definitely figuring it he out. He is just figuring it out. And I, they did a great job with revealing that part of his plot and just introducing him to the this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, it made him still feel fresh even though we've seen now three versions of spider-man that on is the big screen uh, yeah but yet he still felt new and fresh especially but still just spider-man being, and i think that the there's a lot to be said for having him in a movie with other superheroes yes because that's something we haven't seen so seeing him be able to play off of these other superheroes and be like buddies with other superheroes that's such a new idea for spider-man mm-hmm. in the cinematic universe that i really like it, it felt so new that's so i felt like that was kind of a cool thing that they were able to do and i really think that they handled spider-man throughout the movie very well mm-hmm. it, it wasn't overused which he definitely he could was really been. only in three scenes right yeah that's true but when he was being used they did a great job utilizing the humor of spider-man mm-hmm. to offset the rest of what was happening in the scene there's a great part where uh it's uh bucky and falcon falcon running trying to get to the Quinjet while Spider-Man is chasing them and they're he's basically taking both of them on at the same time and he, he, yeah he catches Bucky's punch which like <laughs> dude you have a metal arm it's, it's, so, awesome. yeah, it's supposed to be like a big <laughs> deal when you can stop Bucky's punch because he can break through like anything yeah exactly I mean earlier in the earlier in the movie it shows him like punching his way out of a containment cell like a heavy duty yeah like meta human we made this cell. to hold meta humans yeah and, and he just punches through it and then spider-man he catches it he's like oh at, my god at, at the same time he's geeking out about it he's not it's not even like a big deal he's like oh god and that was another thing that i really really liked mm-hmm. you saw him not being able to turn off the scientist mind 
yes. ever, which is yes. which is very which was Peter. so cool because yeah. he's like yeah. analyzing how Falcon's wings work. He's like, is that carbon fiber? This is really cool. <laughs> it, like, it, you're not supposed to talk this much. Oh my you know, god! You usually don't talk this much when you're fighting. And then oh, his, sorry. Uh, his other thing was uh, seeing Captain America's shield. He's like, this shield does not obey the laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> which is like, it, yeah, and we all know this. Exactly. Well, it's because it's it's after Cap like throws it and does something ridiculous and it comes back and he catches it and he's like no yeah exactly which is great because that's one of the big complaints that nerds have always had watching these movies is like yeah. Captain America's shield is like freaking a magical weapon yeah <laughs> he's able to just like whip that thing all around and somehow it's like a boomerang comes back to him he has yeah. the perfect calculation at all times exactly. he knows the exact although, reflective angles although when he's fighting Tony you know it was kind of the, those moments where the shield doesn't come back and you're like oh my oh, god no, he's serious business yeah well and and that showed Tony really thinking. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. being that hyper mind during yeah. those fights. Which Bring was back awesome. to Tony real fast. I, we've been with Iron Man now since 2008. He That's when the first movie this came out. Whole thing. Yeah, the first Marvel movie came out 2008 in this universe. And we've seen that character of Stark develop so much. This is not the Tony Stark from the first movie. Absolutely not even not. like this Tony Stark you would if you would have watched that first movie and then said, "Oh yeah, and he's going to be the guy who is pro registration, essentially pro no. uh, government government oversight, oversight on." Well, and that's kind of the whole point is that Tony was the original. Take matters into my yeah, own hands. Like, do no, it this is my, my armor. Way. You can't have my armor. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going to, to go armor. and solve the problems because you can't. <laughs> and now he's saying, "I need you to tell me when to solve the problems." Yeah. And I, I feel like that might be why Robert Downey Jr. has decided to stay on as long as he's had. Because originally his movie deal was up, I think. Uh, At the end of this like, I, movie, I think, this was movie? actually okay, yeah. either that or like one before this one. I think he um, had five yeah. or something. So he, he didn't have to resign a contract. He, he could have left. And I, there was a lot of rumors that he was going to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did that movie, The Judge. Uh, which was like his like indie type movie, serious movie, and it didn't do well. It was a good movie, but it didn't do well. Yeah, I, I heard that he was good in it. Oh yeah, but, the movie. Uh, he's a great actor in general. Exactly, but it didn't take off. And I feel like that movie when he did that, and he saw the reality of like, I have a good thing with Marvel. Yeah, and it's not like he's doing brainless work at Marvel. It's not right. like Tony Stark as a character is a flat character that's just you know like in a Transformers movie. It has depth. Yeah, it definitely does. And the fact that these movies layer on top of each other makes these characters have even more depth than you would normally have in a movie. Because mm-hmm. that's one interesting thing I think the Russo brothers, uh, the directors of this movie, did. You didn't have to see the other movies to really get into it. But if you had seen all the other movies... There's a lot of background for There's you. so much like cool little moments where like even just lines. Like uh, during the fight with Tony at the end... He oh, says, yeah. I could do this all Which day. Which is a callback Captain to his America first says, movie. And that's yeah. a callback from the first movie. And, like, you don't need to know that to be like, oh, he's, like, you know, pretty hard, you know, badass. He can do this all day, even though he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. But it, knowing the callback, you're like, oh, that's so cool. Okay, I see where that's going. Yep. Um, and with, uh, I forget her name, uh, the woman who dies, uh, Peggy Carter, her uh, niece. Niece. Oh, and I can never remember. It's what something her name Carter, is. obviously. But. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, I got who nothing. was in the first movie as well. She right. was in well the second. Well, Peggy Carter was in the first movie, but she was yeah. in the uh, Winter Soldier as his like yes. across the hall roommate of yeah, his, his apartment neighbor. complex. So like stuff like that. Like you don't need to know that that stuff, but if you do know it, it really does it help this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with that for sure. And the. Like, for me, I never actually saw Ant-Man. Okay. I still I, haven't I, seen it yet. I, I did. Um, but I loved Paul Rudd. He's a, he was great. I thought he was fantastic. And yeah. the introduction of Ant-Man was that so is good. very consistent the, with the movie, uh, with, with, with Ant-Man. Right. Um, and yeah. I, I, I love like that they Ant-Man. were able to mix the tones of all of these characters together. And one thing that I saw afterwards that I totally agree with is the view that we got or the clip that we got at the end of the the movie, the kind of mid-credit teaser thing, oh, that, uh-huh. yeah. gave us a really cool view into the uh, what probably is going to be 
the setting for the Black Panther movie. Oh, you're talking about the the mm. mid credit. Uh, yes, the mid credit, not the end credit. Yeah, not the post credit ones, but the mid credit right. reveal, yes. which shows you. Right, should we just go right to the end, or do we want to? God, there's there's so. I, much. Mean, I just I just want to say that okay, part. Gotcha. We'll, we'll cover it. the yeah, end part. So but I I loved Black Panther in this movie. Black Panther. Oh was my god, so good. He's so good. <laughs> that was another like huge surprise. Like I I didn't know how they would do it or if he would be great, but. The actor, uh, I'm trying to look at his name right now because I can't remember Chadwick uh, Boseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. He it He's was fantastic. Awesome. So so good. We talked about right after we saw the movie, and we were just kind of hanging out outside the theater. We were talking about sound design and how there, you know, there were some issues with sound with it, as far as like, yeah, you didn't like the way the game uh, of the mic. Like the so there were yeah. there were times that you could tell that they were having to work with either a boom mic or a shotgun mic that they had to turn the gain up a lot on. Mm -hmm. And either it was revealed because of the speakers in the theater or because that's just how the sound mixing was done. But there was a lot of background white noise. Yeah, I didn't know that that might have been because of the Russo brothers, the way they like to make these movies feel a little bit more gritty because they wanted to feel like a real, like actually you're there uh, compared to like a really produced movie. I don't know if that was on you know, intentional. I don't think it was. It's, it's very possible. Compared to the other sound yeah. scapes yeah. that they were painting, it, it was very, for me at least, yeah. as somebody who, mm-hmm. that's a big thing. Yeah, that's it like was jarring. Thing. Yeah. So the reason I was bringing that up is because something they did with Black Panther is every time he comes on the scene and you're seeing him move around, the sound of his motions is really dampened compared to everyone else's Mm -hmm. he is very stealth the only time he actually really made a lot of noise where they seemed to be okay with him making noise was that the last scene um in the snow like he actually made noise when he took his helmet off he put it down he was actually making noise i think he was like making his presence known to uh zemo or whatever the Mm -hmm. zemo yeah it was just it was very interesting because yeah it was an intentional way of doing his character Mm mm-hmm and um, you're also seeing him without his helmet on. So, like, at that point, he's no longer Black Panther, really. He is, he is the king. He is yeah. the king, yeah. That was such a cool thing that they did with that. Yeah. I, I really did like their introduction of that character into the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Well, cinematic universe, at least. Yes. Because yeah. I feel like he's another one of those characters who is very unknown. Mm-hmm. It's true. He is they not a... one of the like the headliners. You would, I mean, he is, but not. No, yeah, really. you're right. Yeah, and what's cool about it is they didn't have to tell you his backstory. They did a really good job of just kind of like slowly revealing it because, mm-hmm. like with Spider-Man, they kind of had like a whole setup scene where it's like he's going to go or Tony Stark goes to Spider-Man's house and he like pretty much tells Peter Parker, I know you're Spider-Man. I know yeah. this is what happened. I know like kind of lays it out. And they, they do everything but talk about the spider bite pretty much. They talk about everything I was else say, around Peter, it. Peter, like he tries to, he kind of, he alludes to it. Yeah. But I, and I think that's a lot some, of stuff went down. I think yeah. he, <laughs> they, I really liked the, the way they did Peter because I think it was more showing how Tony was actually kind of manipulating a young kid. It, it, it um, really is. It's kind of like jo- a skeezy moment yeah, if you it, think it, about into it. Into joining totally. a side of the fight without even really knowing what the fight it's was like, about. Hey, like, kid. it's very clear throughout the entire fight, throughout the lead up to it and afterwards, that Peter really has no real idea what's going on besides what Tony has told him. And it, 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 when he's fighting, uh, when he's fighting. Yeah. Cap, it's, you know, what else has Tony told you? Literally, like, yeah, yeah, that's like, what it is. Tony told me you would say that. Yeah, he <laughs> told like, you that you would lie. Mi- well, like, I think he says Mr. Stark or something like that. Or, but, yeah, yeah <laughs> or whatever, but... Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but with Brooklyn Origin, punched me. Uh, back to Black Panther real fast, is that I like the fact that they hint at this legacy and why he has a costume and why, yeah, I, like... It, it's generational. Yeah, exactly, like, you know... The uh, thing that I want to know, and they kind of allude to it, but they don't necessarily outright say it, is... What does the ring have to do with it? He put the ring on. Right. Is the ring signifying that he is king? Is it signifying his power? Or is it something to do with does it vibranium in general? I, I felt like from the from what I remember, I feel like it was the king like whoever is king is also Black Panther. That's I don't, what I so it's both. Well, I didn't I actually didn't think that. Oh, right. because, no, because he said, you know, from generation to generation, there's always been a warrior who has, like, taken the mantle of Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yeah. Now I am Black Panther and the king. Oh, that's a good point. He does say both. Like, he, he makes it a point to point out that he is Be- both and he, in he's one. Saying, mm-hmm. He's saying, I have a duty to my people. 
I have a duty to. It's like I have this double. Yeah, like this is my like, kingdom. Th- in this two is different my ways. burden. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I am not only its protector; I am its ruler. Um, that's, that's interesting. So, yeah, I, I can't wait for the movie. I mean, Black Panther movie can't come fast enough. I think it has so like good. three years out. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's we're gonna get 2018. Actually, I think. Yeah, we're so, gonna get a lot more. Makes me sad that we have to wait that long. But uh, one other thing I wanted to, well, not one, only one other thing is another character I want to focus on is Vision. I Ooh, feel like they, Vision they and Scarlet him. Witch had yeah. so much development in this in this movie. Yeah, more so than I thought they were going to because it's Civil War. You know, Captain America: Civil War. I didn't think we were going to focus too much on, on the other people, side so, characters. And if I remember correctly, from part of the Marvel universe, Vision and Scarlet Witch actually get married. Yes, I, in yes, the that comics, the they do end up being in a relationship. And I, I don't know if they're going to go that far with this. I mean, they very well they, could. They could. I mean, they're very. They're at the very least making it a, um, a mutual support support relationship. Yes. Because they've both like she just lost her brother, her twin, mm-hmm. and he is a new entity in the universe who doesn't they're understand kind of each both other. Both left and, by and, themselves. And they really yeah. ultra powerful. They really both played of them. that. We both have this power that we don't understand, and it's diff- I mean, it's and it this draws point, from yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it both draws yes. from what we know is an infinity yeah, stone. Infinity stone. But they have no idea what it actually is. Now, this is where I was getting a little fuzzy. I have to rewatch uh, the movie where they talk about this. But does she get her powers from the same stone, or no, she, is it she from got her the... power from Loki's staff? Which is no, the same stone. That's, that's is it the stone. same stone? Yeah, yes. that's what's in the vision. Okay. I thought gotcha. maybe she got it from the Cosmic Cube, but I couldn't remember. No, it's, no, it's, it's from, from Loki's, Loki's staff. staff. Okay, so they yeah. both got from Loki's staff. Yes. So they're both part of the mind gem. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Which, given their powers. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're both metahumans that are, well, he's kind of a metahuman. He's a meta thing. Yeah. But in the, really, there's not very many metahumans in the cinematic universe, because besides Spider-Man now, we only had the Hulk before this. True. Yeah. Everyone else mm-hmm. is just a regular person. Besides, I okay, never mind. I, I'm taking it back. Captain America has the mutant, the serum, the serum thing. It's true, and the it, super soldier serum. It's so weird. Like, what is normal? You know? Yeah, like, that's true. But yeah, um, the that, closest that, to normal would be Clint. Watching her mm. and him, and like watching the Vision having this whole thing about. Going through the walls, like his Oh, that was powers. great. Him learning, like, manners. Manners, exactly. Like, uh, Oh, there's a door. The door was... You can't just come through the, the wall. Vision, we the talked door about was this. open. Goes, but the door was open, so... So I, I thought that implied okay. that... Oh, well, all right. I'll it, use the door since... By the way, Vision in a sweater and... Like, all of... Oh, God. All of his casual... All of his casual dress is uh, amazing. That That's the best I'm part. I'm going to wear a sweater vest and a Be super shirt. classy. Uh, I was going to say, be like super prep. Yeah, preppy I don't vision. Know. I, th- I, think I thought is it was pretty classy. It is, it is pretty classy. It, it looks like he's at a uh, Ivy League college, though. He looks like he's... Oh, no, you're right. You yeah. know he's wearing loafers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, no, but also seeing him almost being used by Tony as well, because Tony pretty much says, like, hey, you have to be Scarlet Witch's Keeper. jailer, essentially. Yeah. Like, make sure she doesn't leave. And he, him trying to, you know figure out if that's okay and him seeming to have some moral issues and yeah. developing that way was well interesting. and that led later on during that big climactic fight oh, the airport battle to the airport battle so awesome where he is trying to console her mm-hmm. well, he's, and, trying, yeah, he's trying to make sure she's okay yeah. right um, and at that point war machine is being chased down by falcon yeah and calls out to Vision to try and take him down. Vision's way far away, lets out a head beam. Exactly. Yeah, and, his... and fries War Machine. And, yeah, Falcon paralyzes, dodges it. Yeah, paralyzes War Machine, which was... I'm, I had some conflicting feelings about that because I didn't know if... I, I'm glad they didn't kill him in the long run. Like, yeah. I, I kind of wanted it at the time to like for emotional, like, for levity of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like crippling him was almost even worse because... I will disagree, but I'll let you finish. Well, the reason I feel like it was almost worse is because I feel like by crippling him, he is now a constant reminder to the vision of what he did. And to Tony. And to Tony. So it's it's going to be more emotional in the long run 
than having him just no longer in the movies at all. Be like, okay, he is now out and done, and it's easier to forget about him. But having him now be like having to deal with these, you know, being crippled and like mm-hmm. having no all that kind of stuff. It's kind of interesting. I think they are. I agree with that. In the, Sorry, I, didn't I, I, I think yes. in the end they are going to have Wanda and the Vision get together because the, he used the phrase, "I was distracted." Yeah, yeah, which is exactly. which is a a phrase that someone says when they don't really know what was going on. <laughs> it's true. This is not a I was trying to help her or I was you know I I was like yeah she she needed aid or whatever. Yeah, this was a I was distracted. Like that's an emotional response from a being that. He's exactly. supposed to necessarily have emotional responses. He's going through puberty. <laughs> yeah, actually, he's going through he's, cyber he's going puberty. Through cyber exactly. Puberty. The thing that I think was really cool about what they were showing with War Machine after the fact with Rhodey after yeah, no, know, with, with the physio going through physio stuff. with the electrotherapy. Yeah, it shows who he is as a person more yeah. than we've seen i think in any of the previous movies actually yeah with the falling and the like you know don't don't help yeah you know, let me, well and, let me. and the fact that yeah. he talks about i have flown 130 odd missions or whatever yeah and yeah. everyone could have been the one i didn't come back from but it was the thing that i had to do mm-hmm. if this is the worst thing that i'm gonna have happen to me i'm okay i was gonna say, he see yeah i'm still i still I'm committed to what I believe in. Yeah. Which I think is really cool alongside the fact that he was right there as Cap's strongest defender. Mm-hmm. Or not as, as Iron Man's... As Tony, yeah. I know what you meant. Yeah. yeah. Strongest, like, support. He was in his corner the whole time. Yeah. Like, And it makes sense because obviously he's his sidekick almost. I was going to say sidekick, they, they, but he kind of is. And military. And yeah, yeah he's, he's also military the military man, man of the group. I mean, so is Cap, obviously, and so is Falcon, but... They are both ex-military, whereas... Yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, um, Rhodey is still active, still as far as yeah, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if he still is after this, or if he's now... Well, yeah, he might be re- uh, you know, honorably discharged due something to disability. Like that. Or uh, something like that. Mm, um, I so, I, I kind of want to talk about one thing that I didn't like as much. Mm. Um, I thought was a little bit of a... F- iffy thing about the plot was... Mm-hmm. The bad guy. Um, Zemo. Yeah. Zemo felt like he didn't need to exist. Wasn't Zemo in... Zemo's a character in the Marvel Universe. Isn't he the Red Skull? Isn't he like the new Red Skull? Nah, I mean, there's some relations there, but... So, Zemo is essentially a title they find... You find out later on it's a title that's passed down from generation to generation. There's been Zemos, and yeah. they're all different people. He usually has, like, a purple hood on. Um, okay. Back from the Nazis. It, it, so there is, is some connection to Red Skull, but... Whether or not they are making that no. in this, I doubt or it. Or think just he, using I think the they, character name. Yeah, I think exactly. they are just using And he name. is an assassin in this. I, that's mm-hmm. something that wasn't really as clear, but he was an really, assassin no. before all this happened. Yeah. So he had, like, these skill sets. And then when his family dies because of Wakanda, uh, is that where the... No, Wakanda. Zokovia. Zokovia, yeah, okay. Wakanda is the kingdom of the vibranium. Yeah, Black Panther is the king of. Right. Um... But yeah, so Zavkovia. So he was the whole thing about his plot and him having just vengeance on the on the brain. I felt like was okay, but the whole thing, his whole plan, made no sense. Like, no, his plan made total sense. But it, the fact that it fell together the way it did, like he had no way of knowing that Tony Stark would be that would Tony Stark would come to the facility with Cap and Buck. There's nothing. Yeah, it, it it did feel like one of those. Um, it, it kind of like out of a Bond movie where the villain he's like, this happens and this happens and this happens and this ta- happens and at the end it's exactly as I planned. You go what? Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it's it that makes no scene sense from that, that kind of, uh, what was the second one? Um, Skyfall. 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 Skyfall is the second one. Yeah, where. He's the villain is captured mm-hmm. and he no, manages Quantum to. Of Solace was oh, Quantum Souls! I'm sorry. Yeah. Skyfall was the Skyfall Skyfall was third, third one. one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. The one with the one with the train. The crappy. Yeah. One. The crappy. Yeah. One. He's like, I knew the train was going to burst through the wall right at this instant and let me get away. What? Wait, no, that's Skyfall. What? No. 
Yeah, that is Skyfall, which I is the third movie. I that's swear the third movie. that happened in Quantum of Solace. No. No, yeah. you're right. It happened in Skyfall. <laughs> yes. God, everything runs Freaking together. Bond movies. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. Bond, James Bond. But We're not reviewing those movies. No. Mm. But it is eerily similar in the fact that everything just happened to work out the way that he exactly planned it. Yeah. Yeah, and I... It didn't make any sense. I mean, that part didn't, at least. The very ending of the movie, how he knew that Tony Stark would would be there. Yeah. No. Unless, so I feel like they need one more scene in there where he tips off Tony Stark. Like, he's the one that gives Tony Stark the information about the whole thing. Well, I mean, he kind of does. Does he? Yes, because he could have stopped the breakfast from going in. To his room. Uh, That's a good point. Okay, he so he does let that, that happen. Maybe so, I'm just not reading it right. Okay, okay I could, I could because see that. he could have said, "No, don't bring my breakfast to me." Therefore, the guy never well, gets yeah, find it, like, found in the tub. He wanted her to be or him to be found. You're right. Yeah, but I still don't think that could have. Like, the, he doesn't the, have any way of knowing that that would come back to Tony in time. I think. But that, I think I feel he does, like he does because Tony is this megalomaniac full of information i I guess i just want a more a stronger like i tipped him off on purpose moment instead of being like kind of actually saying that be like did you really think that you got that information because you're cool either that or just like a better visual representation like you were like he makes sure that tony gets an encrypted email or something about it or like you know something more about sliding in the information Mm -hmm. but yeah that that whole part was like ah, I felt a little bit maybe that yeah. was a little bit too much to chance, um, but I did not see the the Winter Soldier connection with Tony's parents coming at all. Oh no, I didn't. Oh, that know. Was that really part actually blindsided me. Like I knew I was, we obviously I was a little knew, confused about that. Actually, we knew the we'll video was important because it kept on showing it. I, I oh. when the video started, he goes, "I know that road." That, that we mean, were like, "Oh yeah, okay." But, no, but now I mean, I know. like even even before that, like. I, but we didn't know it was the connection with his parents. But we knew that it was happening because they kept on referencing it. But they made it seem like the reason why they're referencing it was because of the super soldier serum that he steals from the back of the car. Right. And gives, and that's how they I mean, I thought, a thing. what I thought was that it was uh, Zemo's parents or something like that. Okay. Like yeah. That, like, that, because he kept on saying, you know, I need the information about this night. I need the information about this night. So yeah. I, I thought yeah, that meant, report oh, from. I yeah, thought, yeah, from nineteen, yeah, December sixteenth so, or whatever. So I thought it was his parents, but that or, was awesomely done. I thought, yeah, like I, I feel like that was the moment where the civil war actually began because before that, it felt like almost them pulling their punches, like eh, yeah, well, yeah, they were really like, funny. we need to bring you in, but we don't want to. And hurt when you. Tony feels bad about them being in prison in that prison camp, like or that you know, yeah, in the middle of the ocean prison thing, like you kind of felt like Tony's not a bad guy. He's they're they're still friends. Everyone still wants each other. To, yeah, you know, be to be okay, okay. But the moment where he sees the Winter Soldier killing his parents, I'm like, nope, nope. nope. We're, we're <laughs> Tony done. is now. Game over. So yeah. But, so but, the part that I wasn't clear about, mm-hmm. how much of that did Captain America know? He he knew that his parents died because of the superhero soldier serum, but he didn't know that Bucky was the one to do yeah. it. When did that get revealed? That when the parents were killed. Just, just when he goes, did you know about this? He goes, I um, knew your parents got... He says, I, I knew your okay. parents. I, th- I didn't know if this was in another movie. I and actually I just think missed that it. Howard Stark getting killed... I think that was mentioned in maybe even... Um, one of Captain Mar- the Captain America movies. I don't recall it. I don't um, recall it happening, like, saying how he died. But I do recall... I mean, I don't recall, but I do know that they're doing the... Uh, Peggy Carter, the Agent yeah. Carter series mm-hmm. on uh, TV. So I don't know if maybe it's talked about there. Oh. I have not watched Ooh, those two call. seasons. That, that yet. could be. It, and it was so. It was so interesting. It was so weird because you don't think they, they went a, a lot into you know into Tony's like more of his childhood, his, his adolescence, and they, I never. You never really think. Oh yeah, Tony interacted with his dad, who was a contemporary with. With um, Shield with Steve, and, yeah, and he was like, "I hated you <laughs> because your dad always well, talked he about w- you." Yeah, he it's like you were basically the son yes. that I was supposed to be, yeah. or you, you, dad was supposed to look at me the way he t- the way he looked at you. Yeah, pretty much and, like an impossible mantle to be held up to. Yeah, and exactly. I think the part that really showed that was at the end where he's so pissed off at Bucky, and it's not because he killed his parents. Mm-hmm. 
it's because he killed his mom. Yeah, he it was said, never about his dad. You killed yeah, I mean, my that's mom. True. Yeah, yeah. He that does was say it. that straight up, which was interesting too, because he always had that contentious relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. That you even see at the MIT. Uh, so, stage so, like show thing that he did with the the weird. I still don't know if I liked it or if I. That was loved so it. weird, I, interesting, I, very cool, but super weird. It, it was a young. A, we're talking about. There's a scene with uh, he where he's giving a presentation at MIT about this technology. He though we don't know it at the yeah, to begin but with. All we see is a young, young uh, Robert Downey Jr. Or like seventeen or eighteen start. in college or whatever. So it's it's it. You know, it has to be all CG because it's it, they made him look like but he was, it was back so to that well age. done. Yeah, you know, because it was his it was voice, well done, and it was it had a little bit of that uncanny valley because you know, but I mean, that's, weird about it. Yeah, well, it, it's like uh, Tron Legacy, where yeah. they got Jeff Bridges to yeah. be really young with yeah, that CG exactly effect. how he looked. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, it, and I thought that looked really good. That was. And yeah. you said you haven't seen Ant Man, but there's also a scene in Ant Man at the very beginning of it where they de-age Michael Douglas. Oh, okay. that, that is true. Yeah. So like they've done this in the Marvel movie before. And uh, they've also aged uh, the actress who plays Peggy Carter to make her look like an old woman. Mm-hmm. I thought they did that with prosthesis, though. They did both. So yeah. oh, okay. There was prosthesis involved. It's but then both they practical had to, and CGI. They had yeah. to shrink her face down to make it so it not look puffy. Because when you put the prosthetics on, mm. it does the exact opposite of what an old person's face would look like. Where mm-hmm. it was kind of look shriveled in. You know what I mean? Like it, Right. Everything sort of looks like a, a it just dried, right, right, right. dried up grape. puffier. Yeah. A reason. So like, there's no sunken eyes because reason you can't really do that. Exactly. Puffing out your cheeks. Okay, got it. Yes, no. you exactly. You are a baboon. Baboon. Was there anything else that you maybe didn't like? I know that right after the movie, you made a comment that it, with most super or with most heroes fighting each other, there was a moment where you're like, if they just talked, this would have all been okay. Yeah, or at least it would have been more okay. And I agreed with you up until the point of the very end. Oh, yeah. Like, I, yeah. It, it, talking it out would have worked for the, you know, hey, Bucky's telling the truth. He didn't actually kill those people. It wasn't him. I, that I, part would have worked. I disliked how so many of the authority figures were the very stereotypical, like, we're the antagonist, antagonistic authority figures because that's what we are in this movie. Um, Yes, but the one interesting I thought they did was, uh, I just forgot his name in the movie, but the, the Secretary of State guy. Oh, yeah. Um guys know what i'm talking about I, yeah it, uh, do you realize what he's from in the marvel universe i know but i don't remember so he was actually one of the main antagonists in uh the hulk movie way back yeah oh yes uh general uh frank um, tr- I'm, I'm trying to look it up it, right it, now in the in the hulk, i knew he looked in familiar. the hulk comic mythos is he the one who no it's a different general his, who becomes gray hulk yeah and uh, his daughter is Banner's wife. Yes. In the comics. In the comics. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's who he is. I just can't look up his name right now because that's, uh, yeah, I'm fighting him. Anyway, he, uh, so having him be the Secretary of State kind of be the one that spearheads the whole, you know, hey, we have to control these superheroes makes sense because that's the way he felt about Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. And he saw Banner destroy a whole city and he hates superheroes because of Banner and what his, you know, his girl falling in love with one. So it kind of made sense why he was all anti-superheroes. Um, so at, I, at least they had that continuity there to kind of justify how one-sided he was about the whole thing. I I can agree with that. Yeah. I, I think overall I was very pleased with how they handled, as I said, everyone. Yeah. Um, was What was your favorite introduction of a new character? Or a character that wasn't already part of the Avenger cast. Um, I, I thought so. The, obviously, the big fight scene at the very beginning, or in the middle of the movie, was kind of like the moment. It was seventeen minutes yeah. long of like awesomeness, yeah. watching them all fight. <laughs> uh, but I really felt like the fight at the beginning of the movie, uh, where you're actually seeing Scarlet Witch, you're seeing. The, oh, the in, B in team, Lagos. essentially, yeah. The B team, essentially, uh, working together as a team. And you're seeing how they all kind of... I was going to say, because that was what it, it... That's how we ended Ultron with, you know, hey, here's who's left. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the new Avengers team. Yeah. And the new squad, essentially. Yeah. So I thought it. I, it's kind of an introduction, but just seeing Scarlet Witch actually working in a team with them and seeing how that all works. Okay. With, like, the, the Falcon's drones, which... 
That's yeah. such okay. a smart idea. And like, Red, what is it, Red Falcon? Uh, Red, Red, Red Bird? Red Bird. His name is Red it, Bird. Who are you thinking? I'm not thinking the, the, your the drone. Toy. His name she is No one Red says, tail, I think. by the Red way. Tail. Is it Red, yeah, Red Tail. Yeah, something like that. No one says drone, by the way. I don't know if you noticed it, this. Yeah. But they did not want to use that word. I was going to say, I <laughs> think they're intentionally <laughs> avoiding that because yeah, that word of has some negative that stigma. Yeah, exactly. So that, that, that is But it is funny smart. that essentially Falcon has yeah. drones now and that he controls with like a screen on his arm. Yep. It's great. <laughs> I, yes. But, okay, so the ones that... I'm talking about mm-hmm. are the introduction of Spider-Man, Black Panther, Ant-Man into well, this universe. It's an introduction to you, but Ant-Man had well, a whole no, no, movie. No, to, 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 this, <laughs> to this, as I said, the Avengers. Mm. Uh, Falcon was, I mean, Ant-Man had Falcon in it, but okay. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Um, and to, I guess, a the reveal that uh, Hawkeye was in the movie. Like, out of those things, yeah. what was your favorite reveal? I would just go with Black Panther. I think that was yeah. the, the the most smoothly Spider-Man. done. Okay, so as far as your question goes, the, the part that got me the most excited was either... Uh, so Spider-Man, it was less so just because of the previews. And you knew Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, they revealed him in the preview, so it was kind of less of a surprise type of like, woo, Spider-Man. So you see mm. it, giant letters, queens. You're like, aha, okay. That actually, okay, can, to pause. Pause? No. That pissed me off. Actually, I was really angry about that. I yeah. was like, what? Why are we, why 1991, are Berlin. I really Moscow. hate being told exactly where something oh, is. Oh, you guys don't like the... Yeah. I didn't like even, the giant e- e- letters. Even in the Bourne movies, I, okay. when it tells you exactly where something is, it made me annoyed. It doesn't piss I me off. I, I mean, don't like that. I it's think a it is trope a, of like action. I think it's a trope of like. Cheap but the thing is, I don't care if it's movies. a trope. I don't, I don't like know. it. I, I feel like it, it worked with the movie. I don't know. But usually, it's just like little letters but, at the but bottom. Th- that's though. the thing is, like, I I don't I didn't like it because we knew we were gonna get Spider Man. I didn't need the. Hey hey, we're we're in Queens. Queens. Nudge, nudge. hey, 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 Spider Man, we're in Queens. Hey. I, I felt like it was a fun thing to do. I I loved the Queens Brooklyn thing with oh, with, yeah. with Peter hey, and kid. Where are you from? Steve. Yeah, it's like, it's, Queens yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that I'm from Brooklyn. Awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. I, I, guy from Brooklyn punched me. His friend was huge. <laughs> like, yeah, guy named Steve from Brooklyn punched me. I loved that. His friend that was, was huge. That was, was huge. great. By the way, Giant Man. Can we just talk oh, about that real fast? Oh, yeah. the tiny re- guy got big. Tiny guy. Got big. <laughs> I could tear myself in half. I've done this once. Does anybody have I orange slices? <laughs> it was wonderful. Paul Rudd's great, by the way. I, I loved I, it. I know Paul Rudd can be an acquired taste. A couple of people that we were with seeing the movie, like James, uh, he really does not like Paul I Rudd. I can understand. Really? People oh. don't, there's I, a lot of people that don't I like Paul I understand why people don't like him. Yes. He is an acquired taste. I, I yeah. agree. But even James... Walked out of this movie like, yeah, he did good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, they did. He, Paul Rudd in as Ant-Man does a good job of kind of like dialing down his his type of comedy. His quirkiness. Exactly. He's a little bit less that, but he still has it. So he's still a funny character. Um, But yeah, it was just. What time zone is it? Yeah. <laughs> Look, what time? I put uh, some the reveal of Ant-Man was pretty good. And I was actually I, wondering how they were doing it. I loved that. The I, whole time I'm thinking like, Captain America. Ant-Man? <laughs> Him touching his chest, be like, okay, okay. He's <laughs> like, like, and you're here. Oh, you wow. are large. <laughs> you are large. Yeah. you like, oh, muscles. Okay. Oh, and uh, I guess. Another, Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> yeah. Another reveal, I guess you could say, is kind of Bucky as a superhero in this a little bit winter soldier as a superhero i, I suppose yeah. but that was you don't really get that in any movie i mean in the first movie he's bucky he's not yeah winter soldier so he does that right. power so he's yeah. just it, it, and then it, a yeah he, he didn't really have any was. personality other than being steve's best friend uh, i i kind of disagree with that because before they get to the army stuff he's he, there's okay. a lot of scenes with him where like you know he does a little bit yeah but that's more of a hey I'm, you know, this is Steve's childhood. Yeah, we're, I feel bad for buddies. Steve. I'm his best friend. Um, yeah. And then a little bit when he rescues Bucky. A little bit. Yeah. And he becomes one of the Howling Commandos. Right. But so then it, it goes almost instantly to losing Bucky. Yeah. I agree. And you don't get a chance really to ha- see that relationship 
as strongly as I wish right. they would have. And then in the second one, it's all about getting Bucky to remember who Steve yeah, is. The whole time, Bucky is just Winter Soldier. Right, He's until, until, until that very last moment, yeah. basically. He lets him out, or he saves him from the, the, river, the, the yeah. river. But So in this movie, it was nice to see Bucky as a superhero. So uh, yeah. that was kind of the first time you get to see him have superpowers and a good guy. And, and struggling with that, you know, that morality. Because when they're first fighting, Steve's like, you know, we're not going to kill any. We're not killing anybody, Bucky's. I'm not going to kill anybody. Tosses him off the railing. Yeah, it's like, like, come on, on, man. (laughs) I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt here. And you're throwing guys off railings. Like, dude. It's just Rogers. Steve Rogers helping him. Like, okay, don't don't kill him. Okay, stop. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, oh, God. Um, (laughs) Cleaning up the mess behind him the whole time. (laughs) It's like a broom. This is chaos. Who's that guy? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I loved it. But yeah, so back to the fight scene, I, th- I thought with Giant Man, that was such a well done It, it was reveal. dramatic, but also hilarious because he's giant. So he's just like, they, they, have you they guys seen that old movie? They did overplay. <laughs> they did overplay it a little bit. I was like, overplay the slow mode. After, after the, about, you know, 30 seconds, I went, okay. Why is he so slow? He either needs to really like kick people's faces in or they need to skip to the the uh ATAT takedown. Oh, you know, hey guys, have you seen that old movie Empire Strikes, Strikes Back? Back? How like, old is this kid? He's on the young side. Like I didn't I didn't date I didn't him. Carbon yeah. like, date him. Yeah, Carbon date him. That was, that was great. But like because you you had Spider Man in it and you had a giant guy, you were like, okay, it's gonna end with him tripping. I Ant-Man. I actually when he first said, Do you guys see the old movie? I'm like What's he making? Where's he going? Like I knew, I thought he was going to be like King Kong or like Godzilla. It was. I I guess that's just like I. But of course, because Disney now owns uh, Star Wars. I guess it was just because I was in like that mindset. I was like, I know exactly how this is going to end, and so I felt like it dragged on way too long. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. But I I love that whole the whole setup with bring my. What is it? Uh, Bring bring my. uh, What's his name? uh, da, 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 da. War Machine is the actual game. Rody, bring my Rody back. <laughs> Give me back my Rody. <laughs> Give me back my Rody. <laughs> I feel like he, he takes Rody and he like chucks, chucks him. him. <laughs> and then I did like uh, when Vision goes through him. He's like, he's inside. Somebody went through me. <laughs> but I, I think he's inside of me. I think the slowness uh-huh. um, is because I mean I could go into the physiology. Well, of it, yes, but yeah. he's done it. This is the second time, and you get the impression that the first time. Did go not well. go well. Yeah. Um, so you try going from the size of. I I, I a think person. that he provided great comic relief though. He's like, throw this at this. I, I thought it was a water truck. Yeah, when he throws the the gas. It's a, truck, it's a it's gas tank, and you're going like fire. Oh god! Uh, it's <laughs> like I thought it was full of water. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, it Captain was very... America. This is yours. <laughs> I believe this is yours. Here, take your shield. It's great. There's just a lot of great moments. And Steve gives up the shield. Oh my god! At the end, At the end oh. he drops the oh, shield. That was speaking that was of. actually really epic. I, the, the whole puncturing it, the the chest of t- Tony with. Oh, the I thought that shield. he was going to destroy the arc reactor. Well, they I were trying to. I thought he did at first. I was like, "You just killed him, dude!" Because he needs that. No, he doesn't. Well, he, no, no, no. He got the shards taken out of his chest at the end of three. He got the heart. No, he got the heart surgery. Oh, you're right. He doesn't actually need the arc reactor to live. Right. Okay. That was something I totally forgot about the continuity. Boom. Good. But no. Yeah. Otherwise, that (laughs) lawyer. Otherwise, yeah, that would have been like, oh my god, you're killing Tony. That's what first thing I thought of was like, Um, oh, he needs that thing. Also, Bucky getting his arm blown off. That was ridiculous. Because it it starts, you know, he damages the arc reactor and he's trying to yank it out of Tony's chest. Yeah. But it basically ruptures and just. Well, it looks like because Tony has like the chest like ray that he can do. I was do. gonna say it, it was a. I don't think he I think used he meant the. To. You think he used the unibeam? I think he meant to. Yeah, I think he was just like, no, screw you. I'm gonna blow your hand off. All <laughs> right, fair enough. That Analyzing was, the oh fight God. pattern that was bullshit, by the way. The when, fight pattern analyzing. Well, yeah, when, that was bullshit. When the suit, when like, the suit <laughs> was already like on its last. When a legs. suit can't even target for the missile, and he has to eyeball it. I don't think you can analyze a fighting Fight pattern. Pat- Although you could make the argument that to- that uh, Steve was like really pissed and he's not using oh, actually complex fighting anymore. Talking but- about that, uh, the fight at the end, uh, there's 
a theory that I heard out there that mm-hmm. so obviously Tony wants to kill Bucky, Bucky. yeah, and, or at least in that moment, he yeah, does. exactly at that moment. And do you feel like it was uh, Rogers, uh, Captain America, trying to stop him from killing? Bucky only, or I heard a good idea that he's also trying to stop Tony because he doesn't want Tony to do something he's going to regret. I think it's both. So I think it's, it's not like he's, a a he's not trying B. to, like, yeah. I have to stop Tony because he's beating up my friend, but it's kind of like my friends are fighting each other and they're going to yeah. do something stupid, so I have to stop I, this I fight. I think it was I both. I think that was that. Yeah. And the last moment kind of illustrates that when, in, like, he's got his shield and he's just hammering on Tony. Yeah. And if he was just protecting his friend... If it was that moment, yeah, exactly. I think he kills Tony, or at least puts him down. Yeah, pretty, you pretty know what I mean, like real hard, not just and, like and, hey, in, I and instead, and instead, what he did, he took Tony, he took what Tony had to hurt Bucky away. Yeah, he said, I'm, "We're done." Overall thoughts, movie, awesome, fantastic. very complex, I'm very good. I can't believe they what they do next. I can't believe they were able to have that many characters, have that many plots DC going. DC has to be pissed. DC, I, DC's got to be like, God, so behind. we're done. They need... I, I, I well, don't even want to talk about it. Batfleck like, has got to be good sad. or they're completely done. Well, they did just announce that Batfleck is now going to be executive producer of Batfleck. Justice League. Of Justice League. Oh. Yeah, he just stepped up in Justice League. So maybe they saw what he's doing with his movie and went, well, maybe... It's gonna be interesting to watch him try to direct or try to be directed or, by Snyder, but at the same or time be above Snyder. Or they're banking <laughs> on Batfleck. I'm not gonna do that. I, I, I hope they're not just banking on it on it being Ben Affleck, being yeah, Ben Affleck, and star power. But I yeah, really hope that's movie, not though, the case. Definitely see it in theaters. I think it's worth seeing in theaters. It's a if great, you can see it in IMAX, I recommend that too. Yeah, yeah. IMAX I is always it. you know bigger, better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm seeing it again Sunday, just regular, just to see what it looks like there. Uh, my local theater that's like right down the block from me so all in all excellent time thank you everyone for joining us and as always gg gg guys Guga.